Hey! What the fuck is good? That's a new way to introduce the episodes. I, I wanted to do it this time. Okay! All flavors right. haters. <laughs> flavors, flavors haters cultivators. <laughs> Flavor, Flavor haters? Flavor haters. Player haters cultivators. Yeah! That's what you call them. Got them. Yeah. What's well, up, y'all? What the fuck is up? Welcome to Podcasting is Forbidden in a Cloud Recess. is the podcast about the gay shancha men by regular lesbians. I'm Roy, a.k.a. the waterborne a bitch. Ha! <laughs> Got him. <laughs> and I'm Fallon, a.k.a. Kai Chillin'. Hell yeah. Kai Coolin'. Cool. You know, just yeah. having a normal one. Cool little Kai town. Having a nice day. Chinese Venice almost. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. It's, it's really good. nice. I like it. I'm a fan of it. I'm, I'm a fan of everything except the fact that this episode was like three minutes long and I'm scared this podcast episode is also going to be just as not long. Well, if we fill it with meaningless bullshit, then it's not going to be three minutes long. You got me there. So, the, Well, the people need to know. The people need to know. You gotta let them know somehow. Hey, speaking of letting people know, we got some news this week. We got like we got like news that news is coming. Exactly. This week. We got <laughs> we got we got the predecessor to news. Basically, yeah, we got news the prologue. So there's apparently going to be some kind of cool like unveiling of something having to do with season two on May third at yeah. an animation event in in China. Yeah, and we don't know what it is yet. It's probably going to be something like maybe. Like, hey, negligible, but... Yeah, hey, get ready for more Cornetto ads, probably. Oh, yeah, this new <laughs> revamped Cornetto ads. They're gonna have three per episode this time, and it's gonna be <laughs> even more homoerotic. Yeah! And this time, they're gonna use original Cornetto animation instead of just chopping and screwing shit from the show. You better get ready for that. It's a capitalist hell dream. You know? Woo! They call it the People's Republic, but it's actually the Cornetto's Republic. The Cornetto's Republic of China, absolutely. Mm-hmm. If they're gonna have... A face for their republic. At least it's ice cream. Yeah, at I least mean, it's ice cream. There could be so many worse things. I like that. Being, it could be the People's Republic of. Yeah, you just enjoyed a a, a nice store brand Klondike bar before this. I'm an so, ice cream enjoyer. I you know I was planning on saving my store brand Klondike bar for post show. No, I got I got um, That's just how I work. No, the the uh, instant gratification monkey in my head has completely <laughs> taken over every other process. So He's I'm pretty much just living in the moment. Yeah. So I'm going to have a Klondike bar whenever the fuck I want to have a Klondike bar. And everybody else can just kind of deal with it. Yeah. This coming from the person wearing the McCree high noon shirt, which I love. Oh, yeah. And it, it just kind of completes the vibe, I think. It was laundry day today, so you know I had to do it to him. <laughs> I miss Nefro's Travator. Oh, we are all. God, let's the cool, cool, um, <laughs> Motel Zushi and Dungeons and Lesbians crossover win. Yeah, stay tuned. Stay fucking tuned. Stay fucking tuned. Anyway, you want to talk about this episode? I fucking guess. I mean, I guess that's what we're here for. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Oh, well, I mean, before that, we, you know, by by the time, not by the time we put up the next episode. You'll, by the time you're reading this, it's too late. Yeah, well, by the time we put out two episodes from now, which will be in three weeks, because you're going to California, so we're going to have a week where we don't record. A couple weeks from now, look for probably some news. Anyway, so let's let's talk about episode. We're talking about some, some nasty water boys today. And I really episode think... Episode four water ghouls, yeah. Yeah, water ghouls. And I just, like, I love that they went no holds barred, just firing on all cylinders, immediately starting with the shittiest possible CGI. You gotta love it. It's charming. It is intensely charming. Like, it truly is not the worst I've seen in an animated series by far. It's definitely, (laughs) yeah. It sure does pull me out of that setting and make me go, wow, that sure was just patched on in there, huh? Yeah, it's not great. What is it? Like, the water and, like, a lot of the uh, background shit is CG'd and then, Yeah. yeah. But then, like, the boats and stuff... We should most of the boats. Most <laughs> most of the boats most of the time. We Sometimes they're just like eh, fuck it, just do it on the computer. It'll look God cool like it. this. <laughs> but yeah, we should mention that this episode starts out on a river town boat. It does start yeah. out on a river town boat. They've gone into <laughs> Kai Town, which is I think like down the mountain from where the cloud recesses are, yeah. if I'm correct. Yeah, it's like the nearest it's like where the townies live. It's where yeah. you go after you graduate from wizard school. Yeah. They and went there to just out. scout some shit out because apparently some nasty stuff has been happening lately. Well, no, they're having well, a, they're having a they're having, they having a day a... off because 
Oh my god, that's yeah, so they're funny. having a they're having a day off because Lunchy Ren is off uh, at the discussion conference over at Lil Hoisong's house. Oh yeah, they're which Hoisong isn't there at it for some reason, but. I have I have an idea for why, uh, which we'll get to in probably a couple minutes. But he wanted to chill with his friends. So yeah, but we start out in cute little Chinese Venice, little Chinese Venice, very cute, very very kind of hep trendy. There are people selling shit on the yeah. uh, the canal. Yeah, basically, where was Sean? Is here to fuck around. He's having some lovely. He's having an a ice gi- treat. Yeah, he's having a gigantic Sunday. He's having a giant acid treat with and the aroma of milk. Apparently, yeah. Immediately, Zhang Cheng is like, "You're acting a fucking fool, dude. Can you stop?" Because he hates like, fun. No, we're having we're having a good time here. Fuck yeah, he's you. like, "I'm having a day off. Like, dude, like I know you hate fun. Hey, can we rewind for a second? Well, no, I guess because they they bring it up in this conversation. So we already mentioned. Oh, Ren is off in a discussion conference. Uh huh. So a discussion conference for all of the both listeners who aren't actually already familiar with this series. A discussion conference is basically like a yearly kind of tournament meeting thing where everybody goes to one of the big boy sex houses and they do some type of competition thing, and everyone just kind of chills for a little bit, and then everyone goes home, and that's just kind of what it does. It's like if State of the Union met, like, Battle Royale. Yeah! You know? Except there's- No death. No yeah. high schoolers. Hopefully no death. Hopefully no death. Yeah, but it's it's kind of just, you know, for everyone to gauge kind of everybody's skill level and see how everyone's doing. So that's what it is. There's, like, zero discussion actually involved, so I don't mm-hmm. know why they call it that, but anyway. <laughs> just for just for propriety's sake, you just, know. Just, you know, to make it look official. Mm-hmm. To make it look like teacher stuff. Yeah, it's, it's like it's 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 a nice it's a nicely couched way of like we're gonna go fight and see who's better. Yeah, we're gonna go fight and party, and we're gonna tell you guys that it's professionalism. Yeah. So, uh, Wi-Fi's words, having his gigantic. Yeah, he's having his huge bowl of ice cream, mm-hmm. and then what? He sticks his tongue out at Jungjin, and it's good. Yeah, they get in a little bit of an argument, and yeah. then like he not a super tongue oh, yeah. out. He sticks his tongue out, and then he's like, just in order to diffuse it, he's like, you know, our Shijie would probably really like this ice cream, too. And Jungjin's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then fucking Wi-Fi turns into Toucan Sam. Follow your nose! Yeah. Fucking! <laughs> They're just such good brothers. They and are. then he just follows his nose. He's a fucking goddamn bloodhound nose for alcohol. Yeah, he bleeds. <laughs> Smells it from where they're sitting, enjoying their icy treats, <laughs> and he vaults himself over several boats to get to the person selling the wine. Like John Chang chastises him for it, but Wei Ying, of course, doesn't give a fuck, of course and just rules at steering a boat anyway. So like, yeah. he shit. He just like steals a raft. Yeah, it's just like sitting there. I don't know if it's like a communal public use raft or whatever. It's like, knowing Wei Wushan, it probably is. It not. can't be. It can't be. I'm just like, I'm looking at it, I'm like, is this for, like, anybody to use? Is it like the bikes down in Ghent where you, <laughs> like, pay a quarter or whatever and you use a bike and it looks like it's covered in some type of medical gel? Have you fucking seen those things? I have. They're like, they're like a bunch of stops at those around my work. They look like weird little, like, space bikes. They do. They're... They don't look real. They look like, like, play school bikes. I like them. I'm for them. I, <laughs> I like a- communal... Vehicles. I am very in favor of anything that ups public transportation. All Hell I'm saying, yeah. All I'm saying is, first off, make them free. Second, they look goofy, and that's they just, are a little goofy to me. Anyway, yeah. So he hops on the public transit raft, <laughs> and he passes under a bridge, and we go up to over the bridge, over the bridge downtown. Making my so, way downtown. Oh, I was trying to make a Sailing funny right Hot Chili Peppers reference. Sailing rafts, whipping ass, and I'm homebound. <laughs> um, no, and the Twin Jades of Lon are on top of that Yeah, bridge. both of them. Two of them. Yeah, and Lon Wangji's just like, Bro, why did you want those two idiots to come? All they do is fuck around, and that's mm-hmm. not allowed. And there's another boy up there, another Lon boy who looks a lot like... Lan Wangji, but a little bit... He's got some differences, and that's his He's got brother. a different collar. Yeah, yeah, he's got a cool popped collar. Sideburns are lower. Yeah, he's got a nice... He's got nice dark eyes, and that's his, his older brother. He's a lot more, like, welcoming and nice-looking than yeah. Lan Wangji. Yeah. He's a very <laughs> sweet young man. He's probably, like, 18 or 19, and his name is Lan Shi Chen, and he's good. 
And he's just like, nah, it's cool. He's like, they're well known in Yunmang for a reason, yeah. so hello. Yeah, they can't be capable of nothing. They gotta be able to do something but chill. Plus, exactly. plus I heard. Come anyway, boy. I had heard. And does, okay, does Lan Chi Chen or does Lan Chi Chen not look like he has always just smoked a fucking huge one? He's constantly toasty. He is nice and toasted. He's absolutely... And you know what? He's totally toasty, and I'll tell you what. That is probably the reason why he is so much more laid back than his brother. Mm -hmm. I'm just saying, if Lan Wangji got over himself long enough to ingest a blend, then I feel like many world problems would be solved. Probably. Probably. That's all I'm saying. Cush exactly loud enough. The cush exactly loud enough. And Precisely when you're loud enough. When you're on the cush train, you just <laughs> you gain the perception of someone who has opened their third eye thoroughly through the use of recreational drugs. Keeping on the rails yeah. on the cush train. And he just you know, and old old Shichan is, you know, he absolutely calls out his own brother's big gay crush. Oh, yeah. And Lon Wonji is just like nuh-uh. He's like mm and like, there's a shot where it's just, like, kind of halfway, it's, like, a close-up on Lan Wangji's face, and then, like, in the background, you see, you see Wei Yin, like, on his little raft going down the river, mm. and his, Lan Wangji's little ear blushes just a tiny bit. And that's the ultimate, that's, that's the his only, only way. Giveaway. That yeah. is his only tell. Whenever he's embarrassed, it's always the fucking ears. So, like, if you're ever watching a scene, and he's getting upset, and his <laughs> ears are pink, you know that's him just being, like... I'm like, not, yeah. nuclear levels of embarrassed. I'm not horny. I'm not horny, I'd say, as I slowly shrink and transform into a corn cob. Anyway, so... He, he gets, is the corn cob. He is the corn cob. The gay horny corn cob. The gay horn... The horn cob. The horn cob. <laughs> <laughs> so, LWJ clock for gay, and then there's a... Oh, yeah, there's, like... So we go back to, to Wi-Fi... And there's some girls yelling at him from like the dock to hey come buy some loquats. Yeah, he they they want him to get them get them quads. Yeah, and he gets a little bit distracted. He's he's being himself, and then he he crashes into another boat. And it's Jinji. Oh fuck! All right, I no, I gotta get it. This is the first time I've ever said it out loud. Zishuan. Yeah, Jin Zishuan's yeah. boat. Yeah, he which... crashes into it because he isn't paying attention. Which, you know, horror of horrors gets yeah. Jin Zishuan slightly damp. Slightly damp. He's fucking sitting there like he isn't even rowing his own boat. He's just fucking like he's sitting there. He's sitting on like the little bench thing and he has his little drink. He's <laughs> waiting for someone to wait on him. Which is why I hate the Gene clan. <laughs> Thanks. We, yeah, and we, we we met him like at the very beginning of the last episode. Snooty bitch boy. Sno yeah. yeah, snooty bitch boy. So they start kind of arguing and waiting like tries to apologize and Jin Zichuan is having like none of it. He's convinced that Wi-Fi being an inattentive doofus is like a direct slight against him. Yeah, he's like, you did it on purpose and blah blah blah. And then Always. Yeah, <laughs> and and he says something about like, oh it'd be good if your whole Jung clan like stayed away from me. God you just gotta leave me alone. Which is weird because like isn't he engaged to one of them? Right? Isn't well. that weird? I can't bend You're my tilting. neck at, yeah. She's tilting at, like, a 90-degree angle. Like, wow. the, the head tilt. Uh, yeah. Wow. You know? And Wi-Fi is, like, about to be like, what did you just say to me? And then, like, Song comes up and just floats by because he heard that yeah. things were happening. Hey, guys, it's all love. Come yeah, on, it's, it's all love, y'all. It's all only. It's all love. <laughs> and then Gen Z Shuan is like, Song. Make good friends, stay in school, make sure your brother don't kick your ass. He basically tells Song <laughs> that staying friends with the John clan would lead to ruin and is definitely not being a petty little bitch boy. Oh, absolutely not. Definitely not. No. No. No, no. he's, no. And then there's like another bump, but it isn't, it isn't Wei Ying this time because it's- But he still gets, he oh, still yeah. gets blamed for it because- He gets blamed oh, for everything. <laughs> yeah, if, if, if a thing happens, he's going to get blamed for it. That's and he's quick to deny the blame because how the fuck would he be able to move the damn boat if he was literally standing oh, bitch, still? Bitch, you're still in my arms! Like, the Get right here! What you want? And why? 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 And it, like... A water ghoul. Yeah, it's a water ghoul. Water it's ghoul nasty, time. Yeah, it's like... Like it's, an undead tadpole-looking ass a little bit. They are tadpole-looking asses. They They've are tadpole-looking like, asses. They don't have legs. It's just like a little spermy kind of yeah, tail. Yeah, it's like a spermy little weird fishtail thing. Mm -hmm. And then their upper half... Upper half is... Dead boy. Nasty corpse Nasty dead. boy, yeah. And it, like, leaps up out of the water and goes right for little Huai Song. Uh-huh. 
And since he's bad at everything, he, you know, just kind of yelps. Oh, yeah. And Wei Ying, like, smacks his oar at it. And... He stops it with a very long stick. Yeah, yeah just kind of bats stick. it out of long the air. <laughs> yeah. And then suddenly they're everywhere. Yeah, there's a bunch of these ghouls. And there's, like, a big fat one trying to capsize Huaisan's boat. Oh, yeah, he's just clinging to the boat yeah. and screaming while yeah. the other cultivators are out there with their swords trying to fight these bitches. Yeah. Like, I relate so heavily to Huaisong. Like, in the event of a zombie right? apocalypse, that would be me exactly. Oh, a million times. <laughs> just, yeah. like, screaming and attempting to avoid yeah. my coward's Every, Yeah, everybody else is, like, they got their swords on him at all times, and he doesn't even have one. He's like, ah! Yeah, he's just like, oh, God. And... I couldn't draw my croissant! <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! It's because you be on that fan. It's because you be on that fan! <laughs> so this big fat water ghoul is trying to eat him, and then... Here comes Lan Chi Chen to save him! He saved him! He and saved that's, him! I put, literally, I put LXC saves him, dot, 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 and then my next note is just talismans happen. No, I just love, I, I love personally how Lan Chi Chen, like, makes the thematically consistent, like, big, fancy entrance on top yeah. of the fucking boat. Just like, eh. That's what you, you do know? when you're alone. That's what you do when you're alone. You go to the highest possible altitude, and you let yourself flutter. And that way, you can gain velocity. Mm -hmm. And then, when you gain enough of it, you can reach escape velocity. <laughs> And then you don't have to be part of this horrible, nasty earth anymore. Oh, man. And you can go to the right good place that you need to go to, which I guess is another planet. Isn't this, like, the... Isn't this the plot of, like, that other MXTX book where they just, like, reincarnate? Probably. Yeah. I'm, I'm guessing. I, I'm talking absolutely out of my ass. But, like, then again, when am I not? Anyway, talismans happen, and then... It uh, cuts to Zhang Chang, and he's like, oh, we got this. Oh, we and got then Long Wangji immediately mercs every single one yeah, he's of on their his, targets, he's just on for his, the flex. He's on his sword board. He's on the sword board, yeah. yeah. And let me say, the sword boarding in this episode was just... There was an awful lot of it. Choice. Choice. Absolutely choice. They getting their maneuvers off, dude. Oh, absolutely. They're ripping Sick the gnar. Ari. Ripping the gnar. <laughs> ripping the gnar. I don't know if that that's definitely not a thing, but it is now. Sick, sick gnar, bro. Sick gnar. <laughs> but the ghouls get the fuck out after that. Yeah, and then everyone's like kind of figuring out what's going on, and they're like, "Oh, this shit never happens on Beeline Lake," and so everyone's like, "Oh, this, hey, this sucks, dude. I guess we got to go fight this thing." Yeah. And everyone just like has their own boat now, I guess. There are all these boats are like very simple little wooden things. Yeah. Where, like some of them have a roof and some of them don't. And you, you get a long stick and you paddle it along that way. So they're not yeah. like I don't want anybody to think that we're saying this. They're all on yachts. On like a big yacht. Yeah, they're, they're all on like, yachts. They're not at the uh, at the regatta. Take a good look at me, cause I'm standing on a boat. <laughs> standing on a boat. That's but, the entire episode. Just I'm on a boat, motherfucker. Take a look at me, Jesus. Anyway, anyway, <laughs> and then oh, this is my favorite part. Fucking Lunchy Chen is like, okay, Hui Song, we're gonna go do the, we're gonna go to the lake and fight these things. So you suck at all of this. So you just stay here and don't get kidnapped. <laughs> Okay, don't die. Can you do that? Can you please try not to die? Okay, Dad. Don't I'm die. Sorry, Dad. Don't fall in the toilet. Ah, okay. He's don't get kidnapped. He's gonna. <laughs> and then and this, or well, and this is this is the reason why I was like, why why is it always song at his own house's fight party? And it's because he's this. Because he's a fucking fail son, and yeah. he probably immediately died despite them try actively trying to limit casualties. Yeah, he probably, like, sent a letter back home and was like, hey, can I come to the thing? And then his brother was like, fuck no! You're shitty at this! <laughs> you're not- you come here, you're gonna die! Acting like it's embarrassing, but being like, you- Extremely protective dad brother. Hell no, yeah. Oh yeah. You gotta love it. Anyway, so, who all goes? It's like, the Lawn Boys. And- Wei Ying, Zhang Cheng, and- Jin Yeah, and then a couple other people who don't matter. Xi Chen is like, oh wow. Oh yeah, they're, they're like going up and we get the like Lord of the Rings shot where they're like going down the river. Oh yeah, And there's yeah, the yeah. two sides <laughs> of the cliff. And they're going out onto the lake. And uh, Lan Xi Chen is like- Oh, wow, Wei Yang, you and Lan Wangji together couldn't even fuck it up. That must be real mean. Like, on God, he's so, he's trying so hard. He's really pushing. He's the ultimate wingman. I swear to God. I was thinking about this in the car earlier. I was like, 
Monty Chow really is that bitch. He's going for like, it. Like, he's doing that. He's really trying to make it happen. And he's, I appreciate that because they sure as hell aren't going to get together their own on their own. Lord! No. Dumbass 15-year-old boys. He's got the nendoroids of them and he's, like, making them kiss. Oh, my God! He's trying. Ah. And, and like, they're on the water and, like, Wei Wuxian notices Lan Wangji on another boat near him. And, like, immediately goes clown mode trying to get oh, his yeah. attention. Oh, no, that's... Well, first... What? What happened first? Uh, first, Wei starts, like, thinking out loud and he's like, Wow, I wish I had an evil-finding compass, which put a little star on that. Ding, ding, ding. Ding, ding, ding. That's him getting more bad ideas. And Always. Yeah. And, like, this is the hill he's chosen to die on. Oh, yeah. And... <sighs> Chuck Chang is like, don't you get back on your demonic idea bullshit and, like, shoves his boat away from him. Oh, yeah. And Wei Wuxian, like, gasps. He's like, oh, oops, I said it out loud. And, like, genuinely shocked with himself. Oh, God. So then he's, like, his boat is, like, floating a little bit towards Lan Wangji, and that's, I think, when he starts... Yeah, it is. Acting a fool, yeah. And Lan Wangji is just, like, standing on his deck being handsome. Yeah. There's always, every episode, there's just a moment of him... Where he just bees handsome. Him, yeah. It's just kind of his natural state. He's, he's <laughs> yeah. like, resting handsome face. <laughs> it's like, because in the novel, like, fucking, like, every chapter, there's some big description about, like, how handsome he is. And yeah. this is how they have to adapt it. I love <laughs> it. And uh, Wi-Fi's like, look at me, I, you know... Yeah. And initially it's because you funny, just think, funny Rick and Morty look at me on Mr. Macy's. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's initially it's because you think he's like just being an idiot yeah. is what usual. Is plot? But sometimes Wei Wushan has reason for being an idiot. Sometimes. Sometimes to be smart you gotta be stupid. Yeah. And everybody finds this out when he starts fucking with Long Wangji's boat. Not mm-hmm. because he wants to piss him off, but because he was literally the only person who noticed there was a water ghoul chilling underneath. Yeah, he's just chilling. There's like like just in time, Lan Wangji like notices. And he's like, "Oh shit!" And he hops out of the way yeah. and weighing like does some like acrobatic maneuver. Absolutely, with his, like with his oar, totally. He flipping, totally extra. And he just he he lifts the boat. He physically lifts the entire fucking boat between them up on his little reedy oar and yeah. flips that shit. And there's yeah. a water ghoul. Yep. And everybody's like, "Whoa, how'd you know that?" And Wei Wushan goes into this whole like water displacement theory thing, like yeah. Wei Wushan PhD, right? For real, he's a smart boy. And there's like a big wave. There's some water arms. The fucking yeah, even Lan Shichan is like, "Good job, the smart boy of Wei Wushan. I'm proud of you." Lan Lan Shichan rides so for good. Wei Wushan. He's so he good. He rides for Wei Wushan. He's so good. It's he's really standing. Good. He's got a stand goggles on. Both Absolutely, he, with reason. Oh. And then, oh yeah, the lawn boys do like a spiral energy. Oh yeah, I put it down as the lawn family double dragon spirit ghoul attack. (laughs) God damn it. So they do that. They like they like spin around and I don't fucking remember what it is they do. They just yeah, they like cool they literally over. it's like a duet or yeah. whatever, and they spin and they make like a l- circle of light around them and send up this huge fucking seal. Yeah, and it's it's badass. It's good. And like WX WWX starts whipping his sword around to oh, get yeah. on the oncoming horde. And yeah, LWJ is like cool sword, bro. Yeah. What's its name? Yeah, that's literally what I wrote. Like, cool sword. What's its name? And fucking. William Sean is like, whatever, because he named his sword whatever. He literally named his sword whatever. <laughs> he literally, he gets he gets this sword, and he doesn't know what to name it, and then eventually he's like, whatever, and he's just like, and nowadays he's just like, you know what? It's a really good name, actually. Yeah. It tricks serious people like you all the time. I like it, actually. He so. did it literally, he kept the name literally just to dunk on people like Long Literally, Ranger. yeah. He was like, yeah, I kept the name. It's fun for people who take things too seriously like you. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, I was thinking, imagine if instead of just saying whatever, when he they asked him for a name, he'd been like, I don't give a fuck. What and his it? sword ended up just being named, I don't give a fuck. And he had to it say that every be. time he introduced it. Yeah. Do you do you know how hard he would get punched? Like even harder than he normally would as just being normal Wei Wushan. I'm surprised he didn't go for it in that case because that's the ultimate riling somebody up. I wish he would have. I Honestly. really wish he would have because like if I ever get a sword, I'm definitely naming it. Fuck you. <laughs> what if what if he named it? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> what if what if he named it Sword? Sword. Sword. Anyway. <laughs> So No homestuck jokes here, thank you. Well, too fucking late. Anyway, so then there's some nasty tentacles under the water. 
And, yeah, big boy coming. Oh, yeah, they, like, come up out of the water, and they're, like, trying to creep up on old JC. Yeah, the nasty, hairy, hunger yeah. of Hadar water tentacles. Yeah, and he, like, s- like flips around to, like, look at them, but they do the, like, duck back underwater, like, just in time. Yeah. Type ah! of thing, like, made you look. Oh, my next note is just, oh, shit, Suchet's there. Yeah. Because I forgot he was in this episode. Yeah, I he's... Forgot even... So he's... He's not important in this one. He's just there to, like, get beat up and thrown around. The, but the thing you need to know about Suchet is that he, he fucking is, sucks. He's the most punk-ass bitch extant yeah. in the Gusuglan sect. Yeah. That's all you need to know about him. Yeah. So, swords go underwater, and they pull up some, like, I guess it's corpse hair? Yeah, it's it's hair. Yeah. Wet hair. Hair? It's and, bad. Yeah, and then they pull up a net out of the water, but there's just more corpse hair. Yeah. On it, and... Oh, yeah, the whole time, Wei Wuxian is just, like, talking to Lan Wangji about all of this because he can't not talk to him for two seconds of his life. He can't shut up, especially not around Lan Wangji. Especially not around Lan Wangji. He's... Oh, my yeah. God. And, yeah, and then... And then they're like, let's get them, girls. And they all get on their swords, and they start, like, riding through this huge oh, yeah, no, fucking, oh, yeah, like, like, cyclone tunnel that yeah, comes they're like, up. Yeah, they're like, there's, he's, he's talking to Lan Wangji, and then he's like, oh, it's kind of scary out, and then the sky goes gray, and then remember the scary water spouts from last episode? They're here. Big boys. Big boys, and so everybody gets on their, their surfboards, and they're basically, it looks like snowboarding. We're calling it surfboarding and all this shit, but it looks like snowboards. It does, and let me say... This scene takes surfing to a new level. I was literally, he, like, like okay, <laughs> before he invented necromancy, Wei Wuxian invented surfing. Like, surfers, don't fucking talk to me until you rip that gnar <laughs> through a swirling turbine of resentful water energy on your flying sword. Don't fucking talk to me, because you're not a real surfer. Yeah, what if in the dub, he talked like this? And my god, dude! Yeah. Oh. Dude! Snarly! Oh, dude! What if he named his sword Assault? Assault, dude! Oh, dude! So, god. So then, what happens? Like, the boat that Sushi is on gets, like, fucked up, and then... Yeah, and then he's, like, swimming, and he's basically, like, caught in the middle of all of this shit because he's useless! Yeah, and Wei Wishan, like, goes and grabs him, like, right before the boat actually gets... Completely destroyed because he's just kind of clinging on its capsize, and <laughs> then the fucking creation of man happens. <laughs> yes, Wait. it's so good. Like Jung Chang and Wei Wushan, like Wei Wushan comes to like no, it's Jung Chang who comes to scoop Wei Wushan up. Yeah. Like, back from the sky because Wei Wushan is holding on to Su Shane, who's a fucking dead weight. I mean, he's idiot. He's, to be to be fair to him, he's a to, passed out to, deadweight idiot. <laughs> to play devil's advocate, he is very much unconscious and also a little bitch. Yeah, so okay. so John Chang is like, pass me the useless boy, and Wayushan is reaching up, and then and then that doesn't work. Oh and no! Then he falls in the water. Some tentacles grab him, which is troubling for a second. But yeah, it's yeah. like, don't you hate it when you're touching sword reunion with your bros, interrupted by malicious strands of wet hair? Don't you hate it? Like I hate that. It's such a relatable feel. It's like I'm imagining it feels like seaweed or like a band aid on a pool. Too. I imagine like, it feels like wet fucking hair. Ew. Which is the worst possible yeah. choice. <laughs> okay, which is the worst thing to feel when you're in the water? Hair, seaweed. A band-aid, a fish, because I felt a fish pass me. I don't like it. Or pee. Um, I think psychologically speaking, pee. Because you can feel the sudden burst of warmth and you know somebody just did it. Mm-hmm. They just did you so dirty. Yeah. Literally dirty. Yeah. But I think out of those options, I think the worst experience is probably the band-aid. Yeah, because yeah, that's yeah. just like, you feel it just rub up against you. It can't be anything other than a band-aid. Just yeah. like the warm rush can't be anything other than pee. Yeah, like, to me, so, for those of you who don't know, we live in Virginia Beach, which obviously has a beach in it, and I've two lived up, here my life. Two up, two down. And I am more forgiving of pee in the ocean. Oh, yeah. Because when you're in the ocean, you're already swimming in fish pee. There are so many other things in the ocean that are so disgusting and dirty yeah. that it's like pee is negligible. When you're in a pool yeah. and somebody That's does that shit, that's unfucking forgivable. There's un- no excuse. Unless you're a baby, there's literally no reason to pee in a pool. 
You just climb on out. You can pee in the grass if you want to. Just don't yeah. put that go in the squat. fucking system. Don't fucking bring that to my chlorine. But Absolutely yeah. not. And then, okay, so like, WWX almost gets bored <laughs> by the abyss. <laughs> that's enough That's enough touching things in the water discourse. Yeah, perhaps. and now we're going to talk about bored. Because <laughs> he just, gets bored by the abyss. He gets bored. Well, but he, well no, hey, no. Okay. I was going to say, does he get bored or does he get tentacled? I feel like in this situation, it might be a little bit of both. That's true. A little bit of column A, a little bit of column B, a little bit of column fucked up. Yeah, I don't like it. And like a weird fetish thing, probably. Whichever way, whichever way it is, I don't like it. And And like he's he's down there and he's like, oh, resentful energy, and it's like, oh, is he gonna? Is he finally gonna harness it? Is he finally gonna do it? No. Yeah, he start. Well, he starts like reminiscing, hearing himself like in the past, being brain god cultivation master, talking about (laughs) resentful energy is good actually, and he's like. Under the water, you know, and these tentacles are fucking... I guess the tentacles actually are resentful energy. I mean, like, yeah, just, I, would, I would assume. Yeah, and then there's, like, then there's like yelling and a hand and a sleeve, and it's just kind of some shots of vague, blurry things. And then... Hey, and, uh, it, oh, it's weird, because, like, before he completely goes out, there's, like, a little white headband fluttering down there. Right? Guess who saved his ass? Guess who the hell? Every single time. It's the dude who so totally hates him. It's Mr. Lonjon himself. Uh-huh. He pulls him up... By the collar. Yeah, he pulls course, him like up by the collar, and he's, like, holding him, like... He's, At arm's length. Yeah. <laughs> He's holding him like I hold a wet washcloth. He's holding him like I hold a dish when I'm having to do the dishes. And he's like, why are you, di- why are you holding me like that? And he's like, I avoid physical contact with others. And he's holding him like I hold my will to live. Yeah, yeah. And then Wayne is like, we're already close. I'm not just another person to you. And fucking, hey, can we talk for a second about what it means that they've been calling each other by their given names since the last episode. Finally some good fucking food. Right? Yeah, like I mean, <laughs> come on. He's like, I'm not just another person you and Yeah. He's just like, we're not close. Like, I'll take denial for 1400 Alex. Thank you. Binge. The fuck? Come on. Yeah. But like, the thing is, them calling each other by their given names is like a dead giveaway that they do feel very close to each other. They're super close, and Lon Wanji is just being obstinate at this point. Uh, yeah. Like, the the coolest Sundera I've ever seen. He fucking, oh my god, he doesn't even want to acknowledge that he's being like that. Oh, absolutely not. No. Anyway, so, turns out, they didn't defeat this thing, which is called the Waterborne Abyss. Okay, in my next note... I'm like, and you know, of course, Wei Wuxian is the one to realize the Waterborne Abyss was fucking sent there. Yeah! By the clan, that, yeah. but I put down the Waterborne Anus. Oh! <laughs> I don't know! I think it was autocorrect! But how did it get anus out of abyss? I'm very upset! It knows. It knows! It knows! The Waterborne Anus. I never want to hear those two words next to each other ever again. Wow, I hate it. I'm in fucking tears. It's why? Very bad. What a porn ain't I hate it. <laughs> so they didn't anyway. Def- well, so they didn't defeat the waterborne abyss. They did defeat the waterborne anus. They did, yes. Uh-huh. But the waterborne abyss They've got it sealed in the lake for like the time being, and then until they're... until Unky until yeah. Unky Chiren can get back out, yeah. yeah. until Unk can get back with some with the grownups, yeah, and they can actually take it out. Uh, Junction gives uh, Wei Wuxian his sword back, and he's like, "What are you doing?" And he's like, "Just thinking." So that's when he kind of lets out his his big theory because he's like, "So the waterborne abyss requires human sacrifices, which is just big drowning, mm-hmm. lots of drown, lots of crash. Diamond does not crash, and that doesn't happen." That has historically not happened around these parts. Because everybody in Kaiyi Town is a good swimmer. Everybody because why swim, wouldn't yeah. they be? The fuck? There so it go, makes yeah. no sense. Yeah. So he's like, so the only reason it's here is that something must have driven it here. Because he's a dumbass, but he's my smart little boy. Oh, yeah. I long to be an intelligent dumbass. See, I kind of went from one extreme to the other. I went and I got my, gra- I went and got my postgraduate degree. And now I do this. I'm trying to find the midpoint. That's I, what my 30s are going to be about. I'm just dumbass through and through, for real. I've always been a dumbass. Dumbass That's pride. just kind of my brand. Dumbass yeah. pride. Dumbass you know? pride. Dumbasses have rights. Yeah. Anyway, so... But anyway, they start asking, like, oh, yeah, well, like, well was, there, was there a waterborne abyss around here? And they're yeah, like... Yeah, where's, where's one been? And... Yeah! Lan Chen makes this face, like, I've been trying not to say it, but over in Shishan, that's where the Wens live. Wens be affiliating. Wens be affiliating, Wens yeah. Wens be affiliating, because, like we said last time, they just fuck 
constantly. They get married to everybody and they fuck and everybody's related to a win. Yeah, and, and Wei Wushan is the only one who kind of calls that out. Yeah. And he's like, hey, this is pretty fucked up and everybody's like, hey. don't say it's fucked yeah. up. I My next note right after that is, fuck, I like this, is how it starts. Because this I thought was really fucking cool. So everybody's flown back into town. Everybody who was there. Remember Jin Zishuan? Uh-huh. So he's in his little boat, and he's got his, like, rowing man there, his his oar boy, who is in the back in the... He's just some random Jin guy. His oar boy. <laughs> oar boy. Fetch me, fetch me a jug of water, won't you? Oar boy. Oar boy. Oar boy. <laughs> and the oar boy is, like, easy for Wei Ying to speak. They, he can rebel himself with no consequences. Don't, don't drag us into it. F- being an isolationist coward, basically. And yeah. Jin Zishuan is like, if you only look after yourself, you're just gonna end up a win lackey, which is like, it's so good, dude! It's really Cause it's, good! Because it's, first off, it's foreshadowing. Uh-huh. I'm not gonna say for what. Second, him in particular going against the popular opinion of a member of his sect and like making the good decision, like you know having the favorable opinion, uh huh, fucking rules. So like it totally rules. Jin Zishuan, welcome to the resistance. Actually, yeah, comrade Jin Zishuan. Comrade Jin Zishuan. <laughs> I'm just like, like he, I mean, he's using his position of privilege. He is. <laughs> It's direct action, actually. And, like, it's really good. It's praxis. Yeah. And when Wei Wuxian, I think one of the most poignant th- parts of this whole conversation is when Wei Wuxian is, you know, airing his airing his grievances, Zhang Cheng is like, nonconformity gets punished. Yes. The centrist Zhang Cheng is like, yeah. yeah. And that's like, that's, I feel like, is pretty indicative of Zhang Cheng's stance on most mm-hmm. things at yeah. this point until certain things happen in yeah. the future. Yeah. I mean, in some cases, I can understand it. Yeah. Right, because, like, to me, being the piece of shit that I am, <laughs> the main thing that I want to avoid in life is people ever noticing me for anything ever at all mm. for any length of time. So sometimes being a centrist helps you be stealth. And yeah. when nobody notices you, it's fine. But in a case like this where, like, people can die? And people shitty, actively bro. would have died if they oh, hadn't yeah. have caught it. Oh, yeah, fuck a win, first off. But, yeah. Yeah, so like they're definitely like it's only the fourth fucking episode, but they're definitely planting like seeds. Oh yeah, they're doing shit that the Wen Clan. Oh is. yeah, yeah. So girl, a girl throws weighing a basket of low quads, a low quad or ten for yeah. your troubles, and they yeah they do like low key flirting, but like then he does the heterosexually normal thing of immediately thinking about a boy as he's flirting with a girl, and he like uh-huh. turns around and makes plotting face at Lanjon, and he's like, hey, do you think he's handsome? Don't you think he's cute? Don't you think he's handsome? Because he he is always looking he to always try looking. and make Lan Wangji log Yeah, on. and the girls are like, he's even more handsome. And then he, like, Lan Wangji is like, he comes the closest he ever is going to get to making mood face. <laughs> <laughs> By which I mean he makes no expression at all, but it's like, in his eyes you can see that emoji. Uh-huh, just reflected <laughs> in the pupil. And then he, like, turns around and faces away from him, and Wei Wuxian keeps going on, like, tell him how cute he is, praise him! <laughs> oh my <laughs> god, like, like, yeah, that's totally normal to do to your male friend. Regular. Like, I understand, okay, there's a difference between gassing your homie up <laughs> and tacitly seeking validation yeah. to flirt with him and yeah. telling me super exactly handsome. like he, like i don't know that i'm allowed to say it myself but i sure do want to hear somebody say he's handsome and cute like if he really wanted the effect that he i think was desiring he should have just said like no homo in front of it but he didn't they didn't have a word for that in they didn't first century 80 whatever <laughs> no homo no cut sleeve thank you <laughs> no cut sleeve <laughs> So, and he's like, he's like, give him a low quad. If I'm the only one getting, getting low quads, he might get jealous. Like, he, yeah, he's gonna get jealous of you, idiot. Like, God, exactly. Yeah. And then there's like a shot of like, Zhang Jin like face palming and Lan Chen just like knowingly smirking. <laughs> it's good. And then. He's like, don't you want a basket of low quads? Yeah. Yeah, he's, he, it's far enough away that you can't see anybody, but you know he's making fucking. You like Krabby Patties, don't you, Squidward face. <laughs> You want low quads, don't you, Wangji? Yeah, he wants low quads, all right. Oh yeah, <laughs> and that's the episode. <laughs> that's that's fucking it, folks. Hell yeah, dude. They didn't. Uh, they were pretty judicious with us this week. They used their time. I was gonna say they used their time wisely, but 
they made an enemy of me for a while because I panicked, so I think we're Yeah, good. fuck it. We can just shoot the ship for the next 15 minutes. It'll be good good radio. We could. I mean, why don't we get to questions first? Yeah, let's shoot the shit on questions. Yeah, like shoot, on, yeah. on, on subject. Shoot the questions. Shit. Yeah, so... Don't shoot the questions. Jesus. Okay. We haven't even read them yet. Give them a chance to speak for themselves. So bad now. Damn. Militant ass. McCree on your shirt is looking at me like he's going to shoot me. And I probably just, deserve it. He looks like a like a grumpy otter. <laughs> I wouldn't trust this face selling whiskey. I would Because this just looks like an alcoholic. I would trust him with my life. I would trust him with my life, but I wouldn't trust him to sell me good whiskey. Because this man does not look like he has... I Actually, I know for a fact... Not to get into Overwatch lore, but I know for a fact that Jesse McCree doesn't give a fuck what kind of whiskey he drinks. So why should I trust his taste? Thanks. Not, not, to, not to get on my Jesse McSoapbox... This is, I am the Jesse McSoap box. Every, everything I stand on is automatically a Jesse McSoap box. Because <laughs> I never stop talking about that motherfucker. I'm just going to make my next Jesse podcast. Jesse podcast. My next podcast is going to be a solo podcast where I just fucking shoot the shit about Jesse McCree for an hour straight. He has about two paragraphs worth of lore, a couple comics, but like, I'm going to stretch that inconsistent shit. Inconsistent lore, too. Ye- extremely inconsistent <laughs> lore. Which people, like, people are doing the thing where, like, it's obvious that the people releasing the content don't give a fuck, but the people are, like, they got, like, the Pepe Sylvia, like, conspiracy board up, and they're like, well, this means this. And this patch wasn't used on this update, but it was used here in the, in the, in the art book. But then it wasn't used until here again. So obviously it's all connected. <laughs> when I'm like, honestly, they just don't give a fuck about anything other than making money. But yeah. like, no, like shoot this your shot. This shoot sounds your good. fucking shot. Yeah. And it's like, it's easier to digest than just, than just realizing that these people don't give a fuck about Lord. They give a fuck about making money. Oh, yeah. But anyway, we're talking about gay Chinese anime yeah. here, not Jesse Man McCree and how Overwatch <laughs> has uh, really done him dirty. I mean, we can talk about Jesse Man McCree. Can we... Is, is everybody cool if we talk about Jesse Man McCree for a while? Can I talk about his two gay moms? Anyway. No, let's do we questions. should... Let's, let's do questions. <laughs> I'm sorry. If any That's... of you want to send in a question about Jesse Man McCree next week... <laughs> I'll be happy to answer it. This is now a crossover podcast yeah. between our two dubiously mutual interests. This, yeah, that, and that was, that was Ray's McCree Minute. That, Ray's, was, that was Ray's McCree Minute. Thank Ray's you. Ray's McMinute. My McMinute. Yeah. Ah, can we have a McMinute every show? Because I just feel I really good. Like that. I feel really good just like letting it out and like letting everybody know that the only good character in Overwatch is Jesse Matt McCree. <laughs> How about let's do it? But I have to hold you to exactly a minute just for the sake of the name. Just, like, put me on a timer and, like, yeah. wherever, wherever I stop, that's where I stop. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. I, I mean, I'm it. into it. It's, like, a little challenge for myself. I love that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Let's do it. Okay. Yeah. New Absolutely. segment starting New next segment. week. The, the McMinute. Minute. Yeah, the McMinute. Okay, so, <laughs> anyway, let's do questions. Huh? <laughs> I'm coughing. I need to vape. I figured while we were stopped for a minute I would kill two birds with one stone little <laughs> my, vape break my tasty bronco dilator alright questions if you got questions you can send them to cloudrecessespod at tumblr.com or dot tumblr.com what, who cares send them through snail mail also yeah. I want to get a letter that's just like one sentence yeah. asking what uh, fruit Lon Wongji prefers yeah well, and we'll get it in the mail when we check it the one time every two weeks. that we And, get. like, honestly, honestly, I'm going to be real here because I was just thinking about this. If y'all have a completely fucking arbitrary, stupid-ass question, like, oh, uh, what, uh, what kind of socks do you think the boys wear? Fucking send it. Yeah. Because we can riff on that for days. It doesn't even have to be about the show. You can send us questions about anything, honestly. I would, pref- I would prefer if it were, like, tangentially stupid, stupid shit about the show that, like, just random stupid questions. Like, they don't have to be deep. Just, like, send yeah. them some questions that we can goof on. Sassine pod deep. Anyway. Yeah, Sassine pod deep. Yeah. Anyway, so our first question comes in from good old Christina Alex Lifeson official. I love her. Who says, this isn't really a question, but please say you're going to make more of those drill edits because they are very good to me. Roy. Funny you should say. Here's my thing, okay? 75% of the work Roy does artistically <laughs> 
And I'm talking, like, the full scope of shit she does. She does a lot of art every single day. At least 75% of those things are drill edits for assorted properties. It's true. So trust and believe they are coming because it's like an endless fount. It's an endless fount of uh, of drill tweets oh, from yeah. this from this woman. Well, so here's it's very good. Well, here's the thing. So you say they're coming, but before Jack robbed me of my side blog, they had already been. They've I, been there. She yeah, had a whole I made, thread. Better believe. If you know me, you know I had like an eleven part thread. I'll have to repost them on Twitter. Yeah, because I was of how gonna say. I was yeah. gonna say repost them because they were fucking choice. They were very good. I had a very good time doing them. They were choice. And I like to look back at them. I uh-huh. like to be smug about my own work. Anyway, thank you, yeah. Christina. Uh, okay, so... Oh, God. Okay, so next question is a big old, I guess, three-parter from good old Caroline Byronicuero, who, yeah. <laughs> who says... Okay, let me... Let me Okay, y'all. When Weiwishan said, why don't you touch me? We're already so close. It literally wounded my fucking feelings because Lan Wangji, my precious boy, the noblest and purest of young gays, all caps, is just, God, everything must be so confusing for him. And it really resonated with me since I've been struggling with accepting slash understanding slash accepting my not straight romantic feelings for Mm -hmm. basically my whole life. Yeah. Even though Lan Wangji's internal turmoil has nothing to do with love in general and not necessarily that his feelings are for someone of the same gender discuss one how does his narrative or Wei Wushan's speak to y'all board certified lesbians who may or may not have dealt with the same issues and two how does the strong LGBT representation in MDZS qualify it as a literal holy text <laughs> this series touches my soul and I'm so glad we all get to share it heart emoji and then <laughs> the third part is just also if you take a shot every time there's a funny Fallon voice oh my pee pee moment in this episode you get fucking toasted <laughs> That's, and, you know? Oh, no. You know? I'm willing, I'm willing to whip it out so long as people are demonstrably not annoyed by it. Yeah, it's good. Thank God. My pee-pee. But, you know what? That's awesome, because I feel like one of the best and most poignant parts of this series is that it's centered around an LGBT couple, but there's Mm -hmm. not really, through all of this pain and stuff, there's no actual pain in, like, being gay or, like, being attracted to people, and there's no, nobody's shaming anybody for it. There's no drama around it. It's just, like, he's obviously struggling Mm -hmm. more with himself and how he processes emotions and you know how he processes the people around him than like him processing being gay and freaking out about it and any of the like conflicts that come up from people outside the relationship that are like this this relationship shouldn't be happening you know the reason they're doing that isn't because they're both dudes it's because Wei Wushan is Wei Wushan (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's because he's like Everybody knows him as a war criminal. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, and I just, like, I don't know, as far as, like, being unable to parse how you feel when you, like, come into close contact with somebody like that as somebody of a different, with, of the same, or, you know, adjacent gender as you. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a pretty universal experience, and mm-hmm. I think it's, it's pretty poignant that they, like, included that, no matter how, like, subtextually they included it. Yeah. It's I mean, just, it's definitely ex- explicit as hell in the novel, but oh hell yeah! But you know, they have to they have to get around censors and cut yeah. for time and shit in the Dong one, so I understand. Yeah. But they they made an effort to make that kind of as obvious as they could. Yeah, I feel like the writers are really doing everything they can to be like, "This is gay," while you know, just getting past any kind of regulations that would keep them from being a hundred percent outward with it oh yeah and it's to the point where like instead of it being frustrating and like why would they do this it's like oh i love the slow burn that's so good like it is a very slow burn in whatever it's fucking 15 years worth slow burn like whoa (laughs) like over 100 chapters worth yeah no getting back on topic i think it is a hashtag relatable experience for a lot of lgbt folks especially a lot of gay lesbian same gender attracted people like, it's, and it's nice that they expressed that kind of common experience in a way that was, like Caroline said, really relatable for a mm-hmm. lot of people. Yeah. And, Chris, okay, so I've been thinking about this. Christina asked me yesterday on Twitter, uh, I did that, like, meme that was like, give me a, give me a series and I'll tell you my favorite and least favorite character from mm-hmm. it. And I, I had to, I had to come down on 
Lon Wangji being my favorite because I was thinking about it and like oh he is my favorite yeah yeah him being so unable to express himself I don't know how to explain this it's it's very like it seems at least to me it reads to me like it's more than him just being raised in this extremely repressive strict environment. We stay in an autistic cave. There we go. That's what I'm fucking saying. And when you don't know how to express emotions just with the little daily shit, mm-hmm. you know, it makes it that much harder to deal with it when you do have brain things. Yeah. And, and you, you can... do have a communication disorder. I'm speaking mm-hmm. from experience. Mm-hmm. So it, I would be surprised if this was intentional on MXCS's part. Right. But... It just feels so genuine. It is, like, I feel like it's sort of a really genuine kind of nuanced portrayal if you choose to read it as Long Wangji actually being an autistic man. Yeah. It's a really genuinely nuanced and wonderful portrayal of mm-hmm. a gay autistic dude. There you just go. Just figuring his shit out. As a teen? Speaking as a as teen. As a gay autistic teen, like... From what I know about myself, I can't necessarily speak on the experiences of autistic people, but, like, I don't know what my brain shit is, but, like, I can't I can't speak to those experiences because that's not really the mindset that I was in when I was having my, whatever, early teen experiences. But I think that... You're awakening? I'm my awakening. There you go. I think that it's, it's... The way that they did it is really good and sympathetic to people like that. Mm-hmm. It's good. It's really good to me. And then you got Lil Wei Ying. I don't think anybody, I don't think either of us have quite as much authority to speak on him because he is, like, confirmed canon bi, and neither of us are confirmed canon bi. I think his thing is, like, he had a lot of shit going on that had nothing to do with romance. Yeah, exactly. It's like, oh, God, all right, I'm about to say this. It's like in the Homestuck epilogue. I literally knew you were going to pull this and I forgot that, like, at the beginning of this episode, until we got the until we got the drop about the fact that news is coming up yeah. soon, I was gonna be like, what if I start this episode with being like, so, hey, Fallon, Homestuck happened. <laughs> it happened, and I read through it about a third of the way, and shit happened that was just absolutely disgusting to me, and I stopped reading it. But my friend Ripley read it, all of it, and there was a part that he sent to me that was like, Dave and John talking, and Dave was, like, talking about how, like, he basically pumped the brakes on the whole realizing I'm gay thing when, like, they were, like, really busy, like, trying to save the world and, like, start a new world, excuse me, and shit. And, like, sometimes it just be like that. Sometimes there are bigger things to worry about. Sometimes you just kind of accept the default of heterosexuality as society's taught you because you just don't want to fucking involve yourself in thinking about that mm-hmm. shit. I've been there, shoot. When yeah, I was, yeah. yeah, when I was 19, about to turn 20, and I was about to move away from here for the first time ever in my life and go live in Texas for school, I wasn't, I just kind of was like, you know what, I think I'm just going to say I'm straight. I am very confused. I got bigger things on my plate, uh-huh. like going and being in a different part of the fucking universe for the first time <laughs> in my life, and I think I'm going to concentrate on that because I'm terrified. But sometimes, like, as much as you try not to put it at the forefront of your mind, which is admirable, you know, it's kind of a lot to think about, especially when you're raised in an oppressively heterosexual and heterosexist society. Sometimes the shit just, the the clown come back to bite. When you do clownery, when you do ignoring your own sexual tendencies, the sexual tendencies come back to bite you later on in life. And I think that's something that Wei Ying experienced after coming back to life, which we will probably get to later once we get mm-hmm. to the novel. Yeah. That whole thing. Yeah. But uh that's definitely uh I I I feel like that's probably what happened. He just kind yeah. of default accepted that he was straight because he didn't want to think about mm-hmm. it. There were way bigger things yeah. that he needed to think about. And then, you know, once he became the Yiling patriarch, there was there's no fucking who cares? Yeah. Like what's he had more <laughs> shit to clean up after. Yeah. He had a zombie to try to wrangle. Many zombies. Yeah. Many zombies yeah. to wrangle. Yeah. But yeah. Do you want to talk about a fun question? Because we forgot to yeah. go back to we forgot to go back to Scout's 
question scout's cool fun pokemon question last week oh absolutely and i think we can we can get back on that leah let's put some yeah, let's put some respect got, on scout's name here yeah we've got a handful of new boys can i start because i've been thinking about this shit yeah absolutely knock yourself out because i gotta start with my absolute fail son the fail son yeah. the fail son hoi song is don't tell me he's not a bulbasaur boy i'm not gonna argue with you on that one he's a bulbasaur real. boy he's a bulbasaur I, boy yeah i feel like he's got a lot of grass types Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like they probably are mostly dual types and probably either poison or psychic. Either that or like I kind of see him as like a ground kind of dude. I could see that. Yeah. I could see him having like a like a cute little fampy. Oh, oh my god! I'm saying I love that. You know what I could see him having? I can see him having a Muna. Oh, Muna, I like that. Muna, aren't those cute? Yes, that'd be adorable. I love that. He's got an execute. I, I feel like that. just because it just feels right. I feel like he's also like a Gardevoir kind of bitch. I was thinking that today. I, I was walking that. up to yeah. work and I was like, you know what? He's got a Ralts. He's mm-hmm. got, I feel mm-hmm. like none of his Pokemon are evolved. Oh, no, Because no, no. he doesn't like battles. No, he just keeps them as companions. Yeah, he just chills with them. He's just got, he's got his Bulbasaur. He's got his eggs. He's got his Ralts. He's got his Mona. He's got his Fampy. And he's chilling. And it's good. It's anyway, good. yeah. Anyway. He uh, just likes to chill with his Pokemon. He yeah. likes to chill with his friends. He's a million valid. And then we have Lanchi Chen. Uh-huh. Who I think... I feel like he could also be an ice type. We talked about mm-hmm. Lanchan being an Yeah, it ice. would be like an ice and I'm thinking like a psychic. I like that. Ice and psychic. Yeah. Would be my would be my vote for Lanchi Chen. He could maybe have a steel type or two in there. Mm-hmm. I feel mm-hmm. I f- that feels right. He's definitely... I feel like he's definitely got an Alolan Ninetales. Mmm... You know? I love that. He's got a winter form uh, saws book. And it's good. That is so sweet. I absolutely love that. Hey, what about uh, resistance sleeper agent Jin Zichuan? I'm thinking fire type, and he also has a Meowth. I love that. Or a Persian. Both. Just cover cover all bases. Ah, yeah, mommy yeah. and daughter. Yeah. Mommy and daughter, Meowth and Persian. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Mommy and daughter. Yeah. Is that everybody? Everybody. Suchet has all magic herbs that he never evolves. Because he sucks at training them. He's trying so hard to get them to evolve into Gyarados. They all hate him. Yeah, they all hate him. Because everyone hates Suchet. It's never going to happen. He's a little bitch boy. Yeah. He's, he's got a few ice types that he's trying to train because he wants to be as good but better than Lan Wangji. Yeah. And it's not going to happen. He has an Eevee that he keeps trying to evolve into a Glaceon. And it's just not... um. It's not working out Ain't for him because he sucks. He can't find the ice rock. He keeps getting lost in the like ice cave or whatever. Yeah, it is. The, and like the let field, me, that's what it was. Let me be clear here. Suchet doesn't necessarily do anything inherently super evil. He's just a fucking bitch. Oh, he does some bitch ass shit in the novel. Please trust me when we dunk on this man because all he does is like get tossed around and get his ass kicked in this episode. Yeah. So you might be going like, man. They're being really rough with him. Yeah, dude. No. Cool it, man. No, he deserves it. No. Anyway, those are the questions. A question. Question. Yeah, so that's the show, I guess. Uh, yeah, so thank you for listening. Thank you to noisepace.xyz for hosting us. Thanks so much, and thanks to Luminary for deleting your fucking account and going to jail. Yeah. Thank you to Matt for hosting us and yes, having our backs so all the time. Thank, yeah, thank you to the, the, the Noise Space sect, which we belong to. <laughs> the Noise Space sect? I yeah! We are disciples of the Noise Space sect. Matt is our sect leader. And I, thankfully, he does not have a disgusting goatee. And, man, who would the next in line be? I'm guessing either... It's gotta be either... I'm thinking Sarah or Sam. It's one of them. One of them is set to... They could rule jointly. They could rule jointly. That'd be fun. That'd, That'd be, be really cool, cool and, fun. and fun. I like that. Yeah. Speaking of our heirs, yeah, go go listen to... Unfortunately, Jurgenit is on hiatus, but go listen to... the. There's a big old backlog, so go listen to oh, Jurgenit. Yeah. Uh, go listen to Funny Sarah's podcasts. There's Fear Baiting, which is about horror movies, and there's... Fear Baiting Rules. I guessed it on Fear Baiting once. Yeah. It was good. I have tried to guest on Fear Baiting so many times, and it's never worked out. <laughs> It's so depressing. She's just forever cursed to, like, not be able to review shitty horror It is my curse. That's the mark that was placed on me. (laughs) I tried to do a spell and it bounced back on me. But yeah, go listen to Fear Baiting. Go listen to The Wonder Yerks. It's about Animorphs. It's good. 
and go listen to Henry Kissinger's Pokemon Going to Die, which... Please um, listen to Henry Kissinger's <laughs> Pokemon Going to Die. Uh, which me and Sarah and Sam and Matt are all on. And listen to Matt's podcast. He's on uh, Giants Confirmed, which is about they might be giants. Go listen to The Tuning Fork, which is about pitchfork reviews. Go listen to Elite Full Restore, which is appropriate because it's about Pokemon. Hell yeah. And uh, like us on podcast suppliers, except for Luminary. Yeah, and um, suggest us to your friends who might be interested in burgeoning homoerotic Chinese animated media based off media. of based off of uh, unprofessionally translated web novels. <laughs> It's kind of a niche. I understand it's kind of a niche. A bit but of is, a niche. It is widely available. So is our podcast. We do a pretty good job explaining this show. So, like, if you got somebody who's like, oh, you know, I need some new gay content to look mm-hmm. for, but I'm really disappointed yeah. with the fact that everything is bury your gays. Consider this. Resurrect your gays. Resurrect your gays. That's all you need to know about Moldazushi. Yep. Resurrect your gaze. Resurrect your gaze. It turns that trip on its head. Fucking literally, it's good. Tell all your friends and have them listen to us being idiots on this podcast. Anyway, you anyway, folks yeah, have like, a wonderful night. Like, like, rate, subscribe. Sorry, I talked over you there. No, it's bit. good. It's We talk over each other constantly. Because we're one singular being. That's true. A lot of times. We just kind of were an amoeba and we split into us. Yeah, exactly. It's great. It's normal. Anyway, you know what we forgot to say last time when we finished the episode? What did we forget to say? Semper Bunny! Semper Bunny, y'all! Semper Bunny. Semper Bunny. Y'all have a wonderful night. We'll see you next time. Bye.